All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Powered by Bhim UPI. Good morning. Here's everything you need to know at the start of your day to begin on the right note. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 6th of September. US President Donald Trump has said that he has finished negotiating a new trade deal with South Korea and may sign it at the United Nations General Assembly, which convenes this month. The US and South Korea agreed in March to revise their 2012 free trade agreement known as CORUS. But they still haven't signed it into law and South Korean lawmakers have warned that the nation's parliament won't pass it if the Trump administration slaps tariffs on Korean cars as part of the president's threat to protect domestic automakers from global imports. The British and German governments have abandoned key Brexit demands, potentially clearing the path for the UK to strike a deal with the European Union on Britain's exit from the EU. That's according to a Bloomberg report. Germany is ready to accept a less detailed agreement on the UK's future economic and trade ties with the EU to get a separation deal done. Back home, the Indian rupee fell to near the 72 mark against the US dollar and then regained some ground to close at 71.76 on Wednesday. As a sell-off in emerging market currencies and limited intervention by the RBI increased its consistent downward move. The falling rupee in turn pushed bond yields up with investors fearing the fallout of weaker currency on inflation in the economy. Ravindra Dholakia, a member of the RBI's Monetary Policy Committee, has suggested in an article that India probably overestimated manufacturing output while calculating economic growth that topped 8% in the June quarter. In other news, the market regulator has said that a panel headed by H.R. Khan, former deputy governor of the RBI, will suggest ways to ease foreign fund ownership rules. The Reserve Bank of India has sought clarification from banks for not integrating their core banking system with the SWIFT messaging network. That's a source-based report by Bloomberg Quint. The Delhi High Court on Wednesday directed former Ranbaxy Laboratories promoter Malvinder Singh to deposit with it 3.5 million Singapore dollars, which he obtained by selling his shares in a company in violation of the court's direction and lifting the interim stay on further construction in Uttarakhand and Maharashtra, the Supreme Court on Wednesday observed that the states have rushed to the court as the builders may have gone after them, in the court's own words. On the cards today is a diplomatic meeting between India and the US. It is the first round of what's called the 2 plus 2 dialogue to discuss how to deepen and expand strategic and defence cooperation. Defence Minister Nirmala Sitharaman will meet with Defence Secretary James Mattis, while External Affairs Minister Sushma Swaraj will meet Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. On the agenda will also be India's request for an exemption from sanctions under Countering America's Adversaries Through Sanctions Act, which could kick in because of India's purchase of Russian weaponry. India will also be negotiating some leeway for oil purchases from Iran, which are also under the US sanctions. In international markets, US stocks ended mixed again, with the tech-heavy Nasdaq losing the most ground. It fell 1.2%. The Dow, on the other hand, gained 22 points, while the S&P 500 declined three-tenths of a percent. In Asia this morning, the early rises have begun weak, with all three losing ground in the early hours. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How's it looking today? 
Hi Alex, good morning everyone. If you're looking at the SGX Nifty currently, it is indicating a slight positive outlook. But over the past few days, at least in this week, uh, we've had uh, very negative cues that are coming in for the Nifty itself. But in stocks that you need to watch out for, watch out for Hudco. The company came out with numbers, strong financials, decrease in asset quality, so probably should react positively. Other stocks to watch are ONGC's overseas investment arms, that is ONGC Videsh, says that it will decide on the Iran gas project after November post the US sanctions. PSP Projects reports that it has received work orders for 226 crores. Sagar Cements, the August sales were up 24% on a consolidated basis. Nandan Denim will be interesting. They received a sanction of subsidy under the Gujarat State Textile Policy. The company expects to save 65 crore on account of interest and power subsidy over a period of five years starting December 2016. And the company is also entitled to a GST or a VAT refund almost worth 340 crores till 2024. Jindal Stainless Mulls increasing foreign portfolio investor investment limit to 100% at the annual general meeting on the 27th of September. Igarshi Motors, All Cargo, Sinjin and PSP projects will be meeting a lot of funds and analysts today. In terms of corporate announcements, TCS buyback starts today. Adani Enterprises trades the XD merger of Adani Gas. Windia Telly as well as Gallant Path are placed under the ASM framework and it's the last trading day for Zensar Tech before the bonus. CLSA is bullish on Reliance. They've raised the target price to 1500 from 1365. UBS has reduced the target price of Bharat Electronics to 95 from 115 with a sell rating. JP Morgan has upgraded NMDC to an overweight from an underweight and raised the target price to 145. And Z Morgan Stanley has downgraded the counter to an underweight from an overweight and cut the target price to 410 from the earlier 610. They're saying there are growing challenges in the OTT segment. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Sashan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website. So do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.